Jeez. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further, head over to patreon.com slash twodrinkcinema. As a patron, you gain access to exclusive bonus episodes and can contribute to the making of Two Drink Cinema. The support of our patrons can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Patreon.com forward slash twodrinkcinema. Cheers. Drink cinema! Jeez. Welcome back to Two Drink Cinema. I'm going to say it now. We're back. We are back. We are two brothers enjoying and reviewing movies two drinks at a time. Good evening, Brett. Good evening, Lee. We are back. Apologies to everyone that's missed us. Uh, particularly Katie Lee, who's been sending me messages. Um, but it was a terrible timing. Brett had the spicy cough. Yes. And then I had the spicy cough a week later. And uh, so we fell behind and we didn't want to do a Zoom. No, and also, like, my voice is still shit. Yeah. So it was like, even if we did it, I would have been like, and cabin in the woods is my my COVID my symptoms weren't too bad but I had no brain power oh yeah I still don't so like being able to form a conversation that's worth people listening to was not going to happen but we are back we uh, have pretty much recovered or recovered enough to get behind the microphone and one other reason not to do the Zoom is because we would have both we would have had to spend yes. twice as much money at Dan Murphy's yep. to make a cocktail in each person's house. Even more so for The Cabin in the Woods, which is what we're reviewing today after three weeks since the preview. Yes. Um, we're having two cocktails. One is called we're, Cabin in the Woods. We're going to try and drink two cocktails. <laughs> yes. The first one is the one that neither of us are convinced we're going to like. And the second one actually remind like, it feels a bit Orange Whip, the second one. Orange Whip? Orange yeah. Whip? Like, orange I whip? feel like this is orange what we whip? should have made for Blues Brothers. But we'll get to that. The first one is called A Cabin in the Woods. Oh, that's uh, appropriate. We're not sure why, other than the look. It is two ounces of Canadian club, or Canadian whiskey. This, this is our simplified version. Yeah. Because the proper version has some random bitter... Italian aperitif in it. Yeah, okay. Uh, that we're never going to use in another cocktail. So I didn't do it. And this one also had orange curacao in it, which we're also not going to use. Okay. So what I've made in the simplified version is two ounces of Canadian whiskey, three quarters of an ounce of ruby port, <laughs> a quarter of an ounce of tequila, <laughs> and a quarter of an ounce of Cointreau to replace the orange curacao. And a dash of bitters, shooken over ice, and strained into oh a God. chilled coop. The look is the blood. It's blood-like color. Yeah, it's it looks like the Turkin blood from Cabaret. All right. Oh, it smell. Oh. All right. Let's go. Ready? Cheers. Cheers. No. Yeah. Oh, disgusting. No. Oh, you're rank. It's not disgusting. Oh. 
I'll drink it. I can't do it. Okay. Wait. <laughs> you get more orange aftertaste. But the taste doesn't last long. No. Oh. The bitterness. We've got to stop doing bitter cocktails. I can, I can. <laughs> Listeners will learn that we don't like bitter drinks or yep. the two drinks that have had either port or red wine in it. And we don't like either of those. Yes. So but for everybody else that might like oh. them, they're going to be in the cocktail book that will come out at the end of the year. We're trying for our own taste. What's the one that I like? The cab, the fire swamp. Fire swamp. See, we discovered that one. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah. That's been the sweetest one so far. Yes. Because <laughs> it's just creamy soda. So that is a cabin in the woods. It is, he- I don't want to say heavy. Yeah, it's not a light. No, you're right. It's not a light cocktail. But it's like. Yeah, no, it's very red winey. Mm. I'm not sure I can taste the CC. I can taste the port. I can taste port and orange. Yeah. It's like an orange wine, like Herb Ertlinger's <laughs> orange wine. Herb <laughs> All right, that's that. We oh. will uh, a little bit later. Because we've got two cocktails, we'll try the second cocktail before Chad S. Minkway. Okay. okay. Maybe this cocktail, like the movie, gets it gets easier to deal with as it goes. It gets better as it goes. Well, it has a lot of layers, like the yeah, movie. Yeah. And when you first taste it, slash the opening of the movie, you're like, ooh, yeah. don't know. I forgot that the opening of the movie started in the office. Yeah, I um, I had to check I put the right movie on. <laughs> so I was like, am I watching yeah. an office movie? Cause what in is the, this? In the preview, I was like... Yeah, it's Chris Hemsworth. And we don't see Chris Hemsworth like for 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, we just see those guys who I don't know the name of, but I know Richard are in every movie. Jenkins and Brad Whitford. Is is Richard Jenkins the old guy? The older bald guy with the glasses. Yes, I like him. He's he good. plays someone's dad in something. A lot of things, I'm he sure. Plays, like dad's in everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, Richard Jenkins. Bradley Whitford, I really like. Yeah, they're both good. Uh, oh, Step Brothers. Even though I haven't seen Step Brothers, You've I've seen. I clips. exist on the internet. Yeah, and yep, so yep, yep. I've seen it uh, in Facebook videos and in reels. So I've seen him as the dad in Step Brothers. Uh, so yeah, he's very good, Richard Jenkins, uh, and so is Bradley Whitford. What do they call those type of actors that just work and make movies? Like they're not <laughs> <laughs> professional actors. They call I think them actors, Lee. Professional actors. <laughs> no, but like, like they're never this. They're never like it. A they're like, like Richard Jenkins has made and Bradley Whitford have both made so many more movies than Chris Hemsworth will ever make. Yeah, but made about but none a of tenth them of yeah, the salary. But neither <laughs> of them are Chris Hemsworth. So they but they're just like a different grade of actor. They're not a list. No. Like a Chris Hemsworth is now. Yes, but they're, they're like not B, B grade. No, they're like a B list supporting filler. It's like a workhorse actor. They, there's like actors. a term for those types of... they're not of, character actors. No. 
Anyway, they're very good. We'll work that out. If anybody then, has any ideas, of, we can just call them whatever we want. Recognize, unsure of who they are, actors. They're they're the M, in Chad S. Minquo. Memorability. Them the memorability. Right, but they're not I. I no. What, what does I stand for? It's influential. <laughs> influential or iconic. Iconic. They're not iconic. Yep. Like Chris Hemsworth as Thor. This was, and you can see. Chris Hemsworth pre-Thor. <laughs> this is pretty close to Chris Hemsworth Home and Away. Yeah. Than it, it's closer to that than it is to Chris Hemsworth Thor um, because it was recorded two years before Thor. But anyway, we get 20 minutes or 10 minutes of office shit. Yep. And we so we know there's something, but we don't know what it is. Yeah. And then we go to the people and we meet the cliche five. Yeah, we meet the cliche five. At the start of the movie, when it was doing almost like telling you the twist from the start, yep. I was like, why are they doing this? Then it's mm. not going to be a surprise. Yeah. Yep. But then as it went on, it was like a twist on a twist. Well, and there's the sub it was like the subplot. Two and a half twists in pike position. Yes. Which, as much as I like Joss Whedon, I don't think they nailed it. No. So, one thing they didn't nail was, right, you've got the five people. You've got the jock. The jock. The slut. The slut. The The virgin. The virgin. The stoner. The stoner and the nerd, right? And the nerd hot guy. And Holden, who knows Jesse Williams, who knows Kurt, Chris Hemsworth, through football... Is meant to be the nerd. Yeah, but not a jock. And Chris Hemsworth is meant to be the jock, but he gets one line to prove that he's not when he tells Dana, the ner- the virgin, yeah. to read this other book about oh, yes, yes, yes. Soviet economics. Yeah. The um the first scene with the f- when they introduce us to the five was interesting to me. Yeah. Um like number one, apparently virgin girl. Um, super hot. Put some pants on. Yeah. Um, she she doesn't have pants on. Then the other girl, the slut, comes in, and um, they have like a five to ten minute dressed. conversation. In her, just still in her very small underpants. Yeah. And then Chris they're Hemsworth not, comes in. They're not virginal underpants. No. Then Chris Hemsworth comes in. Yep. And they keep having a conversation. She doesn't put her pants on until yeah. he's like, oh, by the way, you're not wearing any pants. Yeah. The whole time, though, her, she's standing like in front of her window on this, what looks yeah. like a yeah. busy intersection. Yep. People the, are driving past yeah. and she's just standing there in her jocks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, put some pants on. <laughs> the, yeah, the character establishment is not deep enough for the impact of We've messed with these people to turn them into the cliches of horror. Yep. Right? So, uh, Jules isn't a slut. No. But they, then they have one line later where they're like, oh, we put the, the we dumbed her down with the hair dye. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. There were some things that I was like, ha, 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 it's taken, it's like... It's taking the piss out of horror movies, but it doesn't go full scary movie. Yes. There's a couple of good scary 
scenes. The my second watch, I was far less impressed than my first. Because I think a big thing of what they were trying to do is that to make fun of it, but then it's still to be scary. Yeah. But then also there's a twist, but you know the twist from the start, but then there's going to be another twist. Yeah. So I think... So this comes... Also just like some of the effects were not that great. Yeah. Uh, I, I just think... And regular listeners to the podcast and anybody who's talked to me about movies will have heard me say this. It wasn't deep enough. Yeah. It's an hour 40. Yeah. It could have been longer. Could have been, yeah. So we didn't get deep enough character introductions, which then didn't allow us to be deep enough of the control room messing with them to turn them into the five cliches. Yes. Right? Then we didn't get deep enough... Into the um, what's con- the upstairs and the downstairs? Yeah, they're, they're just, just kind of keep that. mentioning it and then mentioning, mentioning it. Yeah, and I get that it's just hinting at it, but then it doesn't leave any time for any depth of this god thing. It's just Sigourney Weaver tells us. Yeah, and then because it's a high a horror sci-fi thing. Yeah, well, I mean whatever Sigourney's says goes. Yeah. Like, that's the rule of these movies. Yes. Whatever Sigourney Weaver says goes. Well, like I said in the preview, and this is the one thing I remember from however long ago, <laughs> it is that to do this kind of meta, because it's not a piss take like scary movies. Yeah. It's a meta yeah. subversion okay. of the genre. Right. Right? Yeah. And to do that, you need a legit person from the genre. Yeah. So that's Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver. Weaver. Yeah, it's not Jesse Williams. In case you no. didn't, Jesse work Williams that is out. this and just been in Grey's Anatomy. Oh, is that what he's in? Yeah, okay. he's Grey's Anatomy. Um, Jack Jackson Avery is his name in Grey's Anatomy. Fran Kranz. Fran Kranz S- sounds like a made-up name. Fran Kranz sounds like the name of like an old character actor. Yeah, like. Yeah. Oh, it's like, you know, like they would be the same kind of thing as Thelma Ritter. Yeah, or but what's her name from Sky High? Um, Kelly Preston. No. <laughs> Paul went out. Oh, um, um, Cloris Leachman. Cloris Leachman. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like, Clor- who do we cast? Cloris Leachman or Fran Kranz? Uh, Cloris Leachman. <laughs> oh, she's not available. Okay, we'll just get Fran Kranz. She's always available. And Fran Kranz would be... The poor man's Cloris Leachman. It's just like a... But it's not. It's the stoner guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sure. The it's... stoner guy, I did pick... Well, it's obviously, oh, we have to have bigger stoner guy. And yep. then I wrote down towards the top of the finger, the stoner guy will be the first to say something about what's going on and they won't believe him because he's a stoner. Yeah, yep. Um, which, which is obvious, but then they had to do that because of the meta-ness. Fran Kranz, I think... Is the name of the poor man's Cloris Leachman, but it's the look of Joss Whedon wanted to keep Seth Green from Buffy, but Seth Green was busy being yes Seth, Seth Evil. He, he was he was he, he Scott was being Evil Scott Evil and Chris Griffin yeah and Adult so was chicken. busy so they Robot Chicken so they went Fran Kranz instead. Um, it's just such a weird name. Sorry, Fran, if you're listening. Also, but, um, they're probably not going to get a good rating on the Airbnb. Like, the no. first thing you do when you 
go and stay at someone's house is not to take down their pictures off the wall. Yes, like, but they're pro- the Airbnb is probably not going to get a good rating because of the two-way mirror. Yeah, because of the two-way mirror and also that there's like... The murder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that it's super fucking haunted. The two-way mirror thing was like, oh, okay, good. Let's show that Jesse Williams is a good guy. Yeah. And then, like, she stands there for, like, 10 minutes watching him undress. I'm like, uh, is this just okay, I guess? <laughs> yeah, that was... Because she, she didn't seem to have the same kind of internal debate that Holden, no, Jesse Williams did. She was did. just like, yeah, I'm watching this. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. But then she puts the picture up and they're like, oh, no yeah. thanks. There were some funny bits in it. There was a bit with, like, the speakerphone in the office. Oh, yeah, that was that funny. That was actually funny. Yeah. That that Mordecai character is good. That's obviously another super cliche from horror. Yes. Having the guy that's like the warning. Um, yeah, and he, he was good. Um, I'm not sure we needed the bird flying into the force field. No, I said that. I wrote that at the end, right? Yep. There would have been a bigger shock. If they didn't show that, and then when they're trying it, they're like, oh, Chris well, Hemsworth we'll just, does the jump. Yeah, we'll just jump the yeah. Springfield Gorge and see how we go, right? Yeah. Um, but then you're like, well, he's going to crash because we've already seen it. I forgot, though. You forgot? I forgot there was the force I remember field. that because that effect looked particularly shit. The flying bird and, and the force and field. The, and the force field and then yeah. the RV or whatever coming out on the other side of the tunnel. I yeah. was like, well, that just looks like a Hot Wheels. Like <laughs> one, one thing that... Actually, yeah, it looks faker than a Hot Wheels. It's... Um, yeah, we didn't need the flying... In. You're right. I didn't think that, but you're right that Chris Hemsworth flying into the... Crashing into the thing would have been much more shocking. Yeah. I, I liked that they told us pretty much straight up what was going on with the control room controlling them. But I think they then showed too much, a la bird flying into the force field. But I also think that they had too much control because then they talk about it comes down to choice and fate. I wrote that. But then they're like, oh, pheromones here. Oh, lock the doors. I wrote like... um they're, it's meant to be like based on what decision these humans make. Yeah. But then they do those things to force them to make a particular decision. Well, and the only decision they make is whether or not it's the merman or the zombies or the zombie family religious killers or yeah. the whatever, whatever. That's the only actual choice they make. Yeah. Because when they're in the house, they close and lock the doors from the control room. They yes. have poisoned her head with the... Blonde hair yeah, dye. Yeah. They've put the pheromone gas up. They've put the force field. They've put Mordecai there. Like they've put so much in there to force them to be murdered. Yeah. That it's not so much of a choose your own adventure book. Yeah. It's a uh, here's five adventures. We're going to make you choose one. And they all end up in death. Whereas the Japanese one that fails. Yeah. There's. Obviously, 
less the Japanese people obviously control the environment less because the girl, little schoolgirls win. Yeah. I can't see any possible way other than the way the movie ended of the five people beating the zombies. No. Because when they get close... Because they can't go anywhere. When they get close, they just go, oh, well, let's cave that in. Yeah. Oh, there's a force field here. Oh, we're going to lock them in it's the bedroom. Like... I just think for the amount of talk about fate and choice, the amount of control the control room has is very high. It's like Hunger Games meets Truman Show meets Big Brother yep. meets Black Mirror. Okay. It's something like, because there's like an episode of Black Mirror where there's this punishment and she goes in this thing and then she's like attacked. Okay. Instead of going to jail, she just lives that on repeat. So it's a little bit of that. And it's like Big Brother because everyone's watching it. Yes. Then it's like Hunger Games because they're all going to die. Yep. But then also, you can live if you kill this bloke. Yeah, but I, but she did kill that bloke, right? Yeah. yeah. But then they did so. But then they still put extra things in to kill her. Yeah, because they're like the virgin has to die. Like, well, why'd you make this whole thing? Why didn't you just like? There's a guy on the roof of her apartment. Yeah. At why the don't start just, of the movie. Why don't you just kill them? Just kill virgin. Her. Why don't you just get a sniper? The five of them are well within sniper range when they're getting into the RV. Bang, 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 done. Yeah. Just and blow up the car. Sigourney Godfather Weaver style. And, yep. Then Sigourney Weaver's all happy. Yeah. She gets to go back and, I don't know, do count her money. Upstairs or downstairs. I don't know where she's from. Know. Downstairs. The gods are downstairs. In a, and are the gods watching? She's not a god. She's no, like the, this. She's like gods their spokesperson. underground. She's like God's representative on earth, like Moses. Uh, or Noah. <laughs> <laughs> or probably she's a exactly, priest. She's exactly like Moses. She's yeah. the Pope. She parted the Red Sea in this place <laughs> being made of blood. So This cocktail. This cocktail. Um, she's the Pope of... She's the Pope. ...all of the things. And then... Um, she's a chosen one. Richard Jenkins and Bradley Whitford are priests. <clears throat> are they priests or are they like... Card- they're cardinals. Cardinals. And then the intern... In the he's of like a priest. He's the priest, yeah. And then the maintenance crew are like altar boys. No, we're not going to go there. Yeah, and then Mordecai is like that guy that used to be a priest. He's the guy on the street corner like yelling things at yeah, people. Yeah. <laughs> it's the end of the world. Yeah, the end is nigh. <laughs> Repent. Uh, okay. I've got more notes. I haven't said much of my notes actually so far. Yes, I like... The there early some, reveal. There were some funny lines, but I did. It's been a while since I watched it, <laughs> and I think it was one of the things. You know, I thought it was kind of funny how it was. You know, the sweep almost of like which one, yes. but then it was rigged. Um, and yeah. then I wrote down if they were creative, they wouldn't be in maintenance. Yeah, <laughs> that's. I think that's funny. That was funny. There it's was another one later on. I know on. quite quite a lot of clever maintenance people. Yeah, and was, creative maintenance people. There was um, one later on that I thought maybe was offensive, <laughs> and they were like, "They're Japanese. What are they going to do? Relax." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like uh, mm. "Yeah, I'm, nah, that's funny." Yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, I, the control room. Yeah, I liked. The, obviously, there's the reference to got to keep the customers happy, which I think is a double reference when when they're ticking all of the cliches and making all of the things happen. 
and she's getting her tits out and they're having sex and they're showing that. Yeah. He's like got to keep the customers happy. That's a I think that's a double reference not only to upstairs or downstairs whatever, mm. but also to audiences. Yes. Like in an actual horror movie, there's no reason for tits to be out. No, but there's, there's no always actual tits. reason, but there's always yeah. tits and sex. Um and it's always the jock and the slut. Yes. I forgot completely the gods appeasing the gods and the blood draining down thing. Yeah. Because I think that's an unnecessary third layer. That's when it does become a bit messy. And I think they did it so that it wasn't a comment on reality TV. Like okay. If, if I think if they didn't have the appeasing the gods thing, then the movie becomes a horror version horror of Truman, Truman Show. Show. Yeah. Be, as a comment of, oh, people will watch anything. Yes. It becomes a Hunger Games. Yep. That we're showing all of this graphic violence and killing for just people to watch and just enjoy. Just people to watch and keep the, keep the outside districts in line. Yes. Uh, but... Yeah, they, I don't think they wanted the just the entertainment or the evil corporation thing. Yes, I wanted to. They wanted to go deeper than that. Yeah, but then um, I think they didn't quite give themselves enough time to do that. Mm. And then it's one of those things. Sometimes I don't like about movies where there's like this suspense kind of plot, and there's this going on, and you're sitting there going like well, what's this got to do with anything? That then at the end, somebody comes in and explains it all in 10 minutes. And yeah. you're like, oh. It's just no, a Sigourney Weaver speech. I still don't get it. She's like the, the architect ends. in The Matrix. Yes. Yeah. But with 10 minutes less, 20 minutes less speech. Yeah. And she would have got paid a lot more. Yeah. And then I wrote, at the end, when the Virgin and the Stoner are like, yeah, the world's fucked. We should let it end. Yeah. There's no build-up of that. He says it in the RV at the start, but then there's no build-up of that through the whole movie because letting the world end is a pretty fucking big deal. Yeah, wouldn't you just kill Sigourney Weaver and say, I'm the captain now? Like, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. But then you'd have to appease the gods somehow. Sigourney Weaver is not a virgin. She had ghost sex in the Ghostbusters. Yeah, and she had alien sex in the Aliens. Yeah. I don't know. Well, and she very was, phallic. I think she was in Working Girl. Oh, was she? Well... As a working girl. I think she worked hard for oh, the money. Okay. So... So hard for the money. Yeah. That... Um, yeah. I said, the yeah, the world is fucked, we should let it end, doesn't have a strong impact because too much else has gone on, but no development of that idea that Marty, the stoner... Fran Kranz, Cloris yeah. Leachman says at the start of the movie. He, if, if he kind of said it at the start and then it was like underlying references throughout, yep. that would have been better. But he has two jobs. Like his character has two jobs. One is to be the world's fucked and, and the one, other is to be shit's going on here. Yeah, but then also be the stoner. Yeah. So you have to be the stoner, be the one that knows what's going on and be the insightful one about the world. Yeah, whereas the guy who's the nerd should be the one that's insightful about the world. Yeah. At, but also, Kurt is a sociology major. 
Yeah. So, no, but they're but they're too um, distracted. They're yes. like, wait, no. is, does that mean you're distracted so then, by a dick? Yes. Or your dick is distracting you? Well, the slut's distracted by a dick. Yeah. And Chris Hemsworth dick is distracting her and distracting him. The yah yah distracted. Yeah. Yabo distracted. Yabo. <laughs> he's yabo distracted, and she's yabul distracted. <laughs> Okay, we'll go with that. Okay. Um, if, you, if anybody can follow that, if yeah. you're listening, well so done. Then, <laughs> then they should have made the other guy, the mate, Holden, yeah. the, the world's fucked guy. Yeah, but then you wouldn't. Because if the, smart, if the smart guy at the start says something's going on here, you'll listen to him. But if it's the dumb stoner, no, no. nobody's going to listen to Keep it. Keep that oh, with the dumb stoner. I get what you mean. Split He's saying shit's fucked. Spread the workload in, across the yeah, team. Shit's yeah. fucked as in I think we're being murdered here. Yeah. But he also has the world's fucked, which is too much for him as a character. Yes. Whereas if you get the world's fucked with Holden, because then at the end, the couple that's meant to be a couple end up having to decide whether or not to kill each other. I thought they were brother and sister or something. I was getting more that Fran Kranz and... And then the virgin. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, if you make Jesse Williams, the person that's saying the world's fucked, he's the one that ends up downstairs with the virgin. Okay. And so then they have to decide as a new couple... I get you. Sandra Bullock, Keanu Reeves, they've fallen in love because shit's fucked. Yeah. They have to decide whether or not to kill each other. And then Cabin in the Woods 2... Is that they survive yeah, and, and keep it going. It's ship's cabin in the woods. It's on a boat. Yeah. Like speed tube. Yeah. 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 Dennis Hopper on a boat. And it probably would be just as shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I didn't enjoy it as much the second time because there was less of the impact. Yeah. Which then forced, which then meant that the horror needed to be better. And the second and third storylines needed to be better than they were. I think that given as well, given like the trauma that she just went through. Yep. The virgin, she figures it out way too quickly. She just like saw all her friends get murdered and she's been attacked by zombies and then attacked by all these other things. And then she stands there and just goes, oh, I get it. I'm like, no, you fucking don't. Oh, like, there's a lift. And, oh, if I press this button, yeah. everything's going to go. Then she works out the whole backstory of exactly what's going on here. Yeah. Like, I'm like, mm, no. Because it doesn't go deep enough and they doesn't go long enough, which means they have to rush them, rush some things. This um, purge, or is it called a purge, where all the scary things the come out end. at once, yeah, yeah. was hilarious. Yes. I don't know if it was meant to be. I think it's meant to be. It's Joss Whedon. I think it's meant to be. There's like a unicorn. There's a giant snake that roared. Yeah. I think. There's all these... There was this obligatory, like, scary Victorian child. There was... For anybody who's a South Park fan, I think there was Man Bear Pig, which is... Which is a creature that's half man, half bear, half pig. Yes. um, That was invented by Al Gore. I think this meant to be also um, giant kittens. I read in an article, but I didn't see any. I didn't any. see any giant kittens. Yeah, but it was it was it was just funny. 
I don't know. <laughs> like, I was just yeah. like, this is. It was like they, the who, like the team of people who wrote it. Yeah. Let's be honest. Was sitting in a room high, and we're yeah. all like, name something scary. And like um, the giant fucking snake. <laughs> yeah. And it's like put that in. oh, a unicorn with the stabs you. Yeah, the <laughs> unicorn was funny because unicorns are not meant to be scary. Yeah. But then it just stabs you in the guts. And then there's the machine that cuts things. There's the people in the masks like the purge. Yeah. Um, there's the girl from the ring that's not really the girl yeah, from the, the ring yeah, for yeah, copyright yeah. reasons. Yeah. There's um, the merman. The merman is fucked up. <laughs> and I did like scary. that he died by merman yeah. at the end. I did also like that every other city is a movie cliche. The possessed girl in Japan. Oh, yes. The volcanic eruption in Spain. Yeah. The, um, what else did I write? Oh, I just wrote volcanic eruption and possession. <laughs> but the other ones are cliches, trust me. Yes. Okay. I do. <laughs> I remember seeing it yep. in the movie. Um, so... <clears throat> I think it's a good first watch movie. I don't think I'll watch it again. I don't think I would. Like, maybe I would. But, like, the whole thing of it's, like, the story of then there's the twist on the twist. Yeah. Um, My own twist on the twist. Yeah, I was, I was like, fucking hairspray. Patreon.com forward slash two drink cinema. And then that when there's movie where the big thing, it leads to a certain point and it's, like, the, yep. the shock or the surprise... They're really only best when you watch them once. Like yeah. they're the most enjoyable the first time around. They're not going to be the same um, experience the second time around because you know. But in thinking back on it, I thought the horror was quite good from the fir- from my memory of the first yeah. one. Yeah. But in watching it, it wasn't as good. I jumped once. I, I jumped like, at Mordecai. I generally scared and that once. Was it. And that's when Jackson Avery got his like. Stabbed through the neck when they were trying to get away. Jesse Williams. Oh, Jackson Stabbed Avery. through the neck. <laughs> oh, in the RV. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were just like, let's get out of... Yeah. Yeah. That was well-timed. Yes. Uh, we're going to take a break and make a second cocktail, which is going to be Brett's first because he's only had three sips of that one. The it, is, lo- it is not nice. You're well done by stopping now because the further I go along... It's getting worse, actually. It'd be like if, it would be like the Fern Gully one where it's all just the chocolate at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all just the bitters at the end, Ooh. all the port. Uh, so we're going to have a break and we're going to make a log cabin cocktail uh, and we're going to talk about that one, do our Google reviews, trivia, Chad S. Minkwa. We've got a lot to get through. We do. We'll be back after this announcement. Let's have a chat, an open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. No pants, no problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at NoPantsPod. Okay, during the break, we made another cocktail. Uh, and we made the log cabin. Yes. It is Canadian whiskey. So we used the same CC as we used previously. Yep. Yep. A tablespoon of cream Ew. and a tablespoon of orange juice. Okay. Which in the website, when I read orange juice, I bought a bottle of Golden Circle orange juice. Yeah. 
but I feel like I should have squeezed an orange into the cocktail shaker. Okay. It's juice from it's an orange. Not orange juice. Yeah. What's like it's splitting hairs. But I. F- They're different. Are you telling me they have a different appeal? <laughs> They're in a different segment of the supermarket. Oh. Vitamin C. I got. I don't know. <laughs> Pulp. No, I got nothing. Pulp. Pulp. And then orange soda. I chose Sunkist because yeah. it was cheaper than Fanta. Good. Uh, and then we mixed those shit all up in the thing. We didn't. You mixed the Canadian Club, the whiskey, which is the same thing, <laughs> the cream, and the orange juice, or the juice of an orange, depending on which way you go. Yep. And shake that up. Mix that up in the cocktail shaker. Pour it out, which just looks like eggnog. Yes. Like you said. Yeah. And then you top it up with orange soda. Yes. Uh, which is the Sunkist. And it has separated. It's the consistency of it does look a bit curdled on top. Yes. I know I was saying, I don't know if I've ever had a cocktail with cream in it. I, it should, I feel like we should have a stir up yeah. or drink it straight away. Yeah. But right. also there's bits in the bottom as well as the sitting on the top. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> the bottom of the Ooh, yeah, glass that does look is weird. all... I'm going to say pixelated. And oh, okay. the so we're going to taste interesting. it. Yes. Oh, yeah. It, it tastes like sun-kissed. Yeah, but hang on. <laughs> it doesn't taste that alcoholic. Well, no, I think because it's like there's not generally that like there's only one alcohol in there. Yeah. Compared to the, most of the other things. There's two shots of CC. And then the rest is not alcohol. Yeah. So compared to the other things where they've been two or three or four or five. <laughs> well, most of our cocktails have not had a mixer. Yes. I think it's only this and the fire swamp that have had a mixer. Yeah. Except for that one where we didn't like it, so we put lemonade in. Oh, uh, the Fern Gully? Was it the Fern Gully or was that the Reasonable Doubt? Yeah, maybe it was that one. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I like this one. I still think mm. I like the Fire Swamp more. I think this is my favourite. Yeah, right. It's the sweetest one we've had so far, so that's probably why. I feel like I like the Fire Swamp more, but that's odd because I why never... Why is this a cocktail? <laughs> I never choose to drink creamy soda, but I really liked the Fire Swamp. Yeah. Maybe I should drink more creamy soda. Maybe. Do they have diet creamy soda? That's I don't sad. Think so. That's... <laughs> Um, okay. Interesting. I don't know why it's a log cabin. It's like, is this what you'd take to a log cabin when you go away? It's totally like if I was going to a log cabin, I would not. Cr- cream is not a thing I would take. No. Because I'm not sure log cabins really have fridges. They have eskies. Mm. You take an esky. Yeah. Also, can you imagine sitting outside your log cabin by a lake with a, with orange, a creamy orange drink? In a highball glass. I can see this is what an orange whip would look like in my mind. Yeah, I feel like this is close to an orange whip. No, anyway, that's good. I might, finish, I might finish this one. Google review this one, more than one star. Google review the Cabin in the Woods cocktail, one star. Do you want to get... We've got Google reviews. I might go with some five-star ones. Okay. <sighs> an instant <laughs> classic. 
Instant classic. I had grown really weary of the typical horror movie tropes to the point that I couldn't even watch Scream movies without groaning loudly. Even though this review sounds like you would read it with a groan. This movie takes those tropes and turns them on their heads with fantastic production values and a perfectly chosen cast. I won't go into the plot because this is the kind of movie that is best viewed knowing as little as possible about it. It's kind of like the Truman Show that way. Oh. The less you know, the more magical the movie becomes. This is perhaps the only honest-to-God horror masterpiece to come out in the last 30 years. If you're a fan of the genre and haven't seen it yet, you've been doing yourself a serious disservice. Hang on. The horror masterpiece of 30 years, right? That 30 years from 2011. This was written a year ago. Okay. So go back to the early 90s. Yeah, but like if you're reviewing in 2021 yeah. a movie from 2012, yeah. it's not an instant classic. If it's such a classic, you would have watched it before 2021. Yeah, but, but also, if you haven't seen it yet, like um, yeah, you, it took you, you 10 years. It took you 10 like, years. It's... Um, took me 12 mm-hmm. But that that thirty years, right, from even twenty twenty one, yeah, includes all the scream movies, all the screams. I know what you. I did know what last you did summers. last summer. The purge, like the ring, the ring, the nun, the orphanage, yeah. like the orphan. They're classics. Yeah, and they're great horror movies. Scary movie one through five. Freddy versus Jason. Like what more Freddy do you got want? Fingered. No, that's that's <laughs> drop dead Fred. Drop no. dead Fred. No. Um. This person's an idiot. <laughs> okay. Here's good. a one-star review. Okay, good. Some spoilers. It's a very long review. I'm not going to read all of it. Okay, good. But sometimes you get one-star reviews where people don't like the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get one-star reviews people don't like the movie because they haven't understood the movie. Okay. And I'm sorry, Aditya, this is you. <laughs> God damn, this movie was bad. I don't understand why and how this managed to get a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, no one understands Rotten Tomatoes, so don't worry about that. I genuinely think they must have been high on crack. Fucking hell. This movie is the literal definition of cliche. All of the characters fit into a specific stereotype. That's the point of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She missed... They they missed the point there. Yeah. It's meta. Just say that and you're fine. I don't know. And maybe the director wanted this to be a cliche movie. If this was true, they could have added some cues to let the audience know that this is some parody. The fact that it is clearly a parody is not a cue enough. I was stuck in a middle ground throughout the film, trying to figure out whether this is a mock movie or a real take. Zero out of ten would not recommend LeMay OO. Two O's on LeMayo. Laughing my, my ass, ass off, off. Overly. Overly. I don't know. Laughing my ass um, overly off. Whoever that person. 36 people who, found this helpful. <laughs> whoever um, wrote that, watch, watch fucking 
stupid movies. I don't know. Watch it's... Too Hot to Handle. Yeah. Alyssa <laughs> also didn't get it. Worst movie I've ever seen. The characters are ridiculously cliche. The creatures are terrible. And the, this one. The whole film is so dark, I could barely even tell what was happening. Well, just your set. Your set? Sorry. <laughs> the sole saviour of this movie was Marty, who's pretty hilarious. Is that, Jay, is that Fran Kranz? Fran Kranz. Other than that, I do not get these five-star reviews. Do not waste your time. You got another five? This is pretty much my favourite horror movie of all time. Ooh. I consider it pretty close to the perfect horror movie. One of the best movies ever, by far, through and through, in my opinion, dot, dot. Not just horror either, but as a film altogether, two exclamation marks. Original story, great writing, great acting, great <laughs> twists. I could go on and on about what makes this movie great, but you could just watch it yourself. I've seen all the one-star reviews myself and think to myself that people can't be very smart if they can't see that the cliches are a big part of what the film, <laughs> the story plays on. And that's the point. I give it 10 out of 10. One person found this useful. <laughs> oh, dear. The, um, this is one of a person that's trying to be clever. Okay. Remember, we've got those before. Mm. I hated this movie. It was sad. When the Kurt girlfriend died, I was crying. Oh. This is literally the worst movie I've ever seen. Everybody died in there, and now I'm going to have bad thoughts because I'm afraid God might be mean to me and make my wife cheat on me because of the movie I watched yesterday. This movie, I'm afraid that my wife will die. I give this a 0 out of 10 just because everybody died and they were just teenagers. This movie was bad. Five people found this helpful. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, the, the reviews are generally people that don't, the one stars, are generally people that don't get it. Yeah. Don't take the bad reviews seriously. After reedy tons of bad reviews, I realize it's simply because they don't realize it's supposed to be cliche on purpose. Or they simply say, oh, they didn't fully convince us it's satire. Oh, God, don't go down that hole. This person has no reasons behind anything. This is the worst film I've ever watched. I absolutely hated every minute, hoping it would get better. It never did. This film is pitiful. Thank you. Oh, just, okay. Yeah, there's your feedback. Can you yeah. Sub, yeah, submit that? Um, okay, let's give it a score. Woo. Chad S. Minquo score sheet. I've had three weeks off. I haven't worked out how to work the spreadsheet yet. That's fine. Okay, so I'm going to copy the Wayne's World one. Name it the cabin in the woods. Here's a little peek behind the curtain for yeah. you people. Everybody, can you picture it? Yeah. And then I'm going to delete the previous scores so that we can score this one. Ready? Ready. All right. I've not thought about these scores at all. <laughs> all right. So to reset, Chad yes. stands for cry. Cry. Did Lee How cry much did Lee out cry? of five. House. House. Is it small like a trailer park, middle an like an apartment, or huge like a McAllister? Yeah. How alcoholic is it out of five? How much do they drink? Mm -hmm. Is it a Coke or a Pepsi movie? That's a personal one. Yes. Then the S of Chad S. Minquo is how well does the movie still stand up? That's more for the classics, not so much yeah, for not... the 10-year-old movies. Yeah. 
Uh, and then the minquo is memorability, which we had to make up that word because Chad's last name starts with M. Yeah. And he's a real person. Yes. Memorability, impact, nostalgia, quotability, and overall. Okay? Yes. And then we give it out of... 75? 60 uh, plus 5, 3, 5, and 2. Yes. 5, 10, 15. 75. 75. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maths. I didn't cry. I was going to say... I wouldn't imagine that unless you did. that like unlike that person who reviewed. Yeah, I didn't cry, so that's a zero. Trailer, apartment, or big? I'm gonna say it's like middle. Well, she lives in an apartment. She lives in an apartment with her vagina on display to the yeah. passing wow. traffic. <laughs> and then the cabin is it's just a cabin. A cabin. So, so it's two. just a regular house. They get pretty drunk. They they do. They the do. slut and Chris Hemsworth gets pretty drunk. And then, lucky they're already dating. Yeah. Because if he took a girl, he wasn't dating that drunk. And she got so bedroom. drunk, she made up with a moose. That was weird. Was that a moose? It was a, a wolf. wolf. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's not a five. There's not drinking throughout the whole... But two. the control room get pretty drunk too. Oh, they, at the party, yeah. They have their party. Okay, that'll bump it up to a three for me. Or a 3.5. Um, or just a three. Just We're not going to go into point fives here. Coke or Pepsi? I don't know. I don't think I saw either. All right. So I'm going to not give it a score. Let's go with Pepsi because this has Sunkissed because it's a Pepsi brand. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, how well does it stand up? I think it stands up all right. I think the some of the effects aren't great. But the idea of the story is interesting and unique enough that... People would still watch it now and think it's good. Yeah, like that guy who reviewed it a year ago yeah. and said an instant classic. Four, I'm gonna give it a four. Yeah, for I, I reckon four's good. Memorability. I forgot an entire subplot. I had never seen it before. Okay, so Two. how memorable is it going to be for I don't you? Know. Um, I feel like I remember. Well, it's been three weeks since I watched it. I feel like I remember a bit of it. I'm gonna give it three point five. Because the two subplots I do remember, I remember quite well. Okay. But I forgot a whole subplot. Yeah. Okay. So I want, okay. it's like two thirds. Yeah. So you give it 3.6. 3.67. Yeah. Um, impact. It's like I a TV movie. But also there hasn't been more like this. Unless the woman who wrote The Hunger Games comes out and says, I remember seeing A Cabin in the Woods. But it's Unless not. Black Mirror is Cabin in the Woods. Should I do some research? No. I'm going to give it two. Yeah, I, I, yeah I'd say two. Yeah. Uh, nostalgia. It's a 10-year-old movie. Um, I'll give it a one. One. I'll give it a 1.5. Because I was like, oh, I remember watching this. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. Oh, my formative years. Quotability. No. Nah. Nah. <laughs> Zero? One. Because I think it would quote like there are some funny quotes in there, yeah. But like they're Japanese, what are they going to do? Relax. Have you ever heard anyone say that in real life though? Got some boar on your shirt. Got I some guess, beer on your shirt. Oh, I guess I'll have to cut. It'll have to come off. Oh yeah, yeah. that was when the pheromones and they were getting sexy. That I remember. Remember Chris Hemsworth did an ad for Foxtel. 
Yeah. You know, like Sam Neill does one now, where it's just yeah, like, it's you Jurassic can choose Park. your actor, and Sam yeah, Neill yeah, just yeah, watches yeah. Sam Neill movies. Yeah. It was Chris Hemsworth in his stupidly big Byron Bay house, just watching Chris Hemsworth movies. And I saw that ad a few times before I saw The Cabin in the Woods. Oh. And I'm like, what movie is this from? Because it has that scene where he says, beer on your shirt, it'll, I guess it'll have to come off. Yeah. Maybe that's quotability. Well, there you go. If Foxtel used it. One still. One. <laughs> One quote from the whole movie. Uh, overall rating. I will give it a three. Okay. I think I'm going to give it a three also. Because it's good. It's enjoyable. No, I'm going to give it a 2.5 because I don't think I'll watch it again. That's what I was going to say. It's I wouldn't say it's rewatchable. Yeah. Um, the some of the acting was meh, some of the effects were meh, but also there were some choices. If they were trying to do what they were trying to do, they could have made more choices to make it more impactful. Yeah, it uh, is making this the lowest rated of all of the movies so far. Wow, thirty three and a half out of seventy five. That doesn't sound right. Why? I don't know. <laughs> But like lower than Fern Gully. Oh yeah, that's nostalgia. That yeah, that nostalgia got up. Yeah, I suppose it's not quotable or impactful or so memorable. You gave it on the S on the S Minquo. You gave it thirteen, and I gave it fourteen point five. All up for the Chad S. No, the Chad got six. So that's thirty three point seven five. A uh, thirty three point five. Wow. Fern Gully got 39.5. Wayne's World got 36.75. Maybe because it's not old, so it hasn't had that impact and stand-up and ability yet. Yeah, maybe. Interesting. Oh, what movie is this one? I didn't name that movie. That's oh, terrible. Gosh. That's going to be good. How, what was the score? We gave something 61.5, but I don't know what it was. <laughs> maybe it was Cabaret. No, because Cabaret got 42.75. That seems There's low. two that I haven't named. Oh, one that's... got a 55.25 and one got a 61.5. That's all right. We can work that out off here because this isn't great listening. Yeah. So Cabaret. Godfather. The, so there's Unnamed. Princess Bride. Unnamed got 61.5. Unnamed got 55.25. Cabaret 42. Uh, Princess Bride's next with 45.75, which scored higher than Cabaret, 42.75. Yeah, right. 12 Angry Men, 44.75, then Fern Gully, then Wayne's World, and then uh, The Cabin in the Woods Godfather. coming in last place. I reckon The Godfather is the high one. Is the 61.5. Yeah. Because it's I a Coke movie. Yep. It's very alcoholic. It has a big house. Oh, yeah. That sounds like Five Godfather. for stand up, four and 3.5 for memorability. Big impact, big nostalgia, big quotability. It sounds like the Godfather, Godfather to me. So, which leaves us with one more to to work out, but we'll do that in the off air. Um, Is it? No, probably the castle. It's the only one, other one I can think of that we've done this year. But anyway, um, oh, that's true. Got a zero. Patreon.com slash two drink cinema. I got a three point for big house. Anyway. Well, man's it's a castle. And the man's house is his castle, so it's probably three for castleness, and he does end up in the high court. Or maybe we gave it that three for big house because he owns two small houses. That's maybe we went <laughs> average. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which, uh, anyway, we'll 
If you want to listen to that, you can go to patreon.com slash two drink cinema. Find out what our Chad S. Minko score yeah. and then let us know <laughs> that that's the one we score. Patreon.com forward slash two drink cinema. That's also where you can listen to the preview episodes and get onto us to add your thoughts to the, to the review episodes. So patreon.com forward slash two drink cinema. Your support directly goes to buying things for us to make cocktails. We're like sun-kissed. And but, <laughs> orange juice, not the juice of or an orange. Or the juice of an orange. <laughs> but you can also get merch. And later in the year when we've got 75% of a bottle of amaretto left, <laughs> you can come to our cocktail party to help us finish that. So get onto the Patreon and your support will be greatly appreciated. Uh, if you don't want to support us in that way, then sharing it, telling your friends and subscribing and rating and reviewing on your apps is the other way to support us. That has been our review for The Cabin in the Woods. We've had two drinks and we're two uh, yeah. brothers. I will say, it it the cabin in the good thing about it is like, I feel like horror is a genre that yep. I do not watch. Yes, a lot of like, we've watched a few horror movies in for the podcast, yep. and it's like been the first time I've watched them. So it's like maybe I need to get into horror a bit more to That's, get a deeper understanding of cabin in the woods. No, just in general, it made me think cabin in the woods made me think, oh, maybe I should watch horror more. You do live by yourself, though. Yeah. So watching a horror, watching means, a horror movie at night by myself. Yeah, but then that's the start of no a horror one movie. else is in the house. Yeah. Anyway, you can watch some more horror. Well, I think there might be one or two more horrors. We'll do some horrors on again on Halloween for month. this year. Yeah, we'll get to Halloween. Um, we're almost through. Speaking of the Patreon, you also get a bonus episode each month. That's true. There's only. And they're the, the the movies that we've done are actually like amazing. Yeah, I reckon they're like the best movies ever. Yeah, because they're our favourites. Yeah, we've done so far uh, Hairspray, The Incredibles. Yep, and the Castle, the Castle, and Outrageous Fortune, Outrageous Fortune. the Birds, the Birds, and Singing, Singing in the Rain. Rain. Yep. Next is Kill Bill, Kill Bills, Volumes one and two, yep. uh, which is my second favourite movie. So if you want to hear our bonus reviews of our favourites, uh, then get onto the Patreon there as well. Thank you, Brett, for getting over COVID oh, so we can you. record again. Thank you for getting over COVID as well. Okay. And for the record, everybody listening at home, I did not give Lee COVID. Yeah, no, there was there unfortunately was about three days in there between. There was an isolation gap. Yes, uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. Subscribe, and if your app allows it, give us a rating and review because it makes a huge difference. Next, uh, we're not sure what's... We're rejigging the whole thing. We're rejigging so I can't tell you behind. what's next. But Friday will be another preview episode. Thank you for listening to Two Drink Cinema. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you've subscribed so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. This show is produced by Odd Socks Entertainment. For more of Odd Socks Entertainment's work, including the show notes for this episode, follow the link in this episode description. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening. Happy watching and drink responsibly. Cheese.